Hello, I'm Andrew. And I'm Brian. And we're going to teach you how to really, really do real estate. For real. Without wasting a whole ton of money either. So our methods tend to be um, effective as well as zero money or a seller finance sort of way to where it's uh, more profitable and a return on our investment. All right. So this week we're going to talk about the velocity of money and how Andrew decided to use some of his money, actually leverage it to go give himself some passive income. So Andrew, I'm going to let you talk about your, uh, how you found these places. Thank you, Brian. So I'm here in Illinois. I uh, found these properties through networking at uh, an event that I went to in Utah. And so I met this uh, girl who's wholesaling me these properties. And uh, these are actual first two deals. And, you know, we've been networking. And so, you know, I'm the lucky one that gets the good properties. So um, I'm here in Illinois. The first property that I'll be talking about is a duplex. And so, uh, you know, with leveraging your money or the velocity, you know, um, I feel like my beginning started pretty slow with one flip. And then, you know, with now that one flip, I'm buying three properties here in Illinois in just a month. And so um, this duplex is I'm purchasing for 57000 it's um, has one side rented out already at $525 a month. The side is vacant and needs some work. And it currently has a carpet kitchen, which is super weird and definitely needs to be taken out. Um, and it has some other minor fixes as well. Um, and so that one will, should rent out for about 600, bringing a total income of 1125 a month. And debt service or the mortgage with taxes and insurance should be um, about 500 a month that I talked to the seller on this. And he said it is about 500 or less than. So, so breaks a did you say carpet in the kitchen? I did say carpet in the kitchen. Oh, wow. That's crazy. All right, go on. So, um. So instantly buying this property, it's automatically breaking even without me finding the other tenant. And so with this other tenant, it'll be cash flow on $600. Um, and I should be able to raise rents on the other tenant. I don't know if I will yet. I, you know, I got to talk to them and, you know, figure it out because I'd rather them be paying 525 than nothing. So, um, you know, that's what matters more is having a good quality tenant. Um, and she likes it there, to my knowledge, and I have yet to speak with her in person. Um, so then uh, what's also really cool about this um, contract that we have is, um, you know, I renegotiated with the seller a little bit, uh, even though, you know, the wholesaler is on the property. I've been in contact because we have a good relationship and she knows she's going to get paid regardless. Um, I renegotiated and talked with the seller. I'm actually getting $2,500 after like during closing on the side. So I'm still getting the loan amount of 57,000 plus my rehab budget of about 3000. So my whole loan will be 60,000, but I'm, and um, <clears throat> I'm getting 2,500 back just when we close, um, which is super nice. 
because, um, you know, going again back to the velocity of money, how much I'm getting this hard money loan for is 10% down, two points, and 10% interest rate over time. And so at 10% down, that's, you know, 10% of 60,000 is 6,000 plus two points, which is 1,200. So I'm out of pocket 7,200 and I'm getting back 2,500 on the close. So I'm instantly getting back 30% of my money. It's like, you know, you know, technically paying, uh, what is that? Um, 5,000 or, you know, 4,800, I think that is. Yeah. Um, 4,700, 4,700. And so, um, you know, it's really cheap. And then for $4,700 um, out of this money is cash flowing $600 a month. And, you know, um, I'm paying, you know, I get paid back within a year. So my cash on cash on this property is insane. I, you know, I got to do the numbers to, you know, really refine it. Um, but it's super good. And then, you know, just cash flows forever that I own it. The other cool thing that is with this property is it's four separate lots. Um, and they're not big. Two of them are really small for whatever reason. They made lots, um, that are 10 by 40, which you can't do anything with. It's just its own weird little lot, but there is another buildable lot, which is probably going to be about worth, um, 25,000 or so just as land or 20,000. So this, and on top of all of that, um, going back to this duplex again, is it's probably worth about 75,000. We're still waiting on the appraisal back, but um, you know, I'm also buying it with equity. So my money is using so much power for me and the velocity of everything. So I'll get a refinance this property basically for free at 25% equity it's cash flowing $600 a month and it has a separate lot that I can build another duplex on or, you know, figure out what the city later on. Um, and we're supposed to be closing this Friday and, you know, everything looks um, to par right now and going good. And that's why I'm here for the week. So I'm from Washington state and, um, and yeah, things are, it's crazy over here. Uh, it's cheap. Um, you know, again, the, Something else to talk about is I'm buying the property for sixty thousand, right? And it's supposed to have a twelve hundred dollar income, and that's two percent of the purchase price. And so that's also super, super good, and something you want to look for when you're um, having buy and holds or rentals. And in my area, even when I was about to do a burr strategy, which I uh, should have done instead of flipping, but did not, and um, I the numbers. Um, it, even with the 25% down or equity in the home, when I bird, if I bird it, then, um, it would still be about $1,600 to 200,000, which is about a 0.7 or, or 0.65 area, um, percent rule. And that's, you know, that's not even that good. Um, the other parts about a bird are good, but you know, the, the rent versus loan is not good. Um, and so going back to velocity of money, it's just super powerful what I'm doing over here in Illinois. And then I'm buying a single family home and then another duplex that I could go into, but that's not for this podcast. That's for another one. All right. Sounds good. So how'd you get there? So I flew, um, 
pretty much the best flight for me to take um, that was cheaper uh, was a midnight flight. So it was a red eye flight. Um, it it was I had a layover in oh man. I don't even remember. Honestly, I never pay attention to my layovers. I just go to my next flight. <laughs> um, or uh, Minneapolis, I think. Okay. Oh. And um, what is – is that Indiana? Minneapolis, Minnesota. Minnesota. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not good with my geography. That's why I'm a real estate investor. Um, <clears throat> and – um, so far, it's been, you know, it's kind of quiet here. It's definitely weird. Um, definitely different from my area. And it's um, a city, but it just feels like country, honestly. Like, um, you know, I had to walk. Well, I guess it's not too bad of a walk. I walked 20 minutes from my hotel to Walmart. Um, and, yeah, I can't walk to the property, sadly. Far, but. Yeah, it's been, it's been interesting. It's nice weather out here. And it's pretty similar weather to where I'm at in Washington. So that's uh, something I'm already used to. <clears throat> so, so what'd you learn on this trip? So I learned in this trip that I kind of want to keep investing out here. Cash velocity out here is super insane. I've actually been networking with a couple other people, especially like guys, if you guys aren't using your appraisers or inspectors as tools to use, or, you know, to gain knowledge from about, you know, their area of, you know, if you're an out-of-state investor like I am, or even in-state, like, they have so much knowledge from what they do because they interact with so many people that, you know, they, everyone that I talk to is competent and, you know, has a lot of information to give just, you know, to talk. And I think a lot of people like talking in general, especially, you know, in states like Illinois, because um, that's kind of the culture. Um and not everyone's super rushed on time in a slower paced community. And so, you know, it's just cool to talk to people and then hear their story or um, what the next thing is or where, what good areas are. Um, I learned a couple things on the single family home that I'll get into on the next podcast. And um, yeah, just a lot of information uh, and it's a good utility to have that person in the back of my pocket and you know i have his number and i could contact him he's a really cool guy and you know he's um he has grandkids and stuff like that i think he's 51 and he's an appraiser and um yeah very knowledgeable i'm very happy the fact that i met him and he appraised my properties um again a great tool and asset to use for better information and knowledge good deal All right. Thanks, Andrew. Thank you, Brian. Yep. Talk to you soon. Talk to you on the next podcast. See you later.